What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. I'm Howard Bender. With me, of course, Adam Ronis. Recording here on Monday night, or Monday night, Wednesday night, midweek here, getting over hump day. Uh, Adam, how's the uh, how's the first half of your week been? Second half looking better or what? Yeah, hopefully. Um, busy night in the NBA. Uh, a lot of NFL injury stuff. So, yeah, it's it's busy. Yeah, I would say so. I would definitely say so. Um, yeah, NHL's kind of light tonight, right? Really light tonight. I don't know. I don't really look at the NHL. I can't believe you, right? But but you and I are going to go to a Rangers game when I'm there in, the, in December, right? Uh... We'll have to talk about that off air. Really? You don't want to hang out with me? That's, that's so not hurtful. it at all. I think that's hurtful. It's terrible. That's I'm going to be there in all. New York, and you're going to be like, F you, Howard. I don't want to hang out with you. I don't want to go to a fun Rangers game. Chant pot van sucks and all sorts of fun stuff like that. You're not going to let me do that. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, so so usually here on Wednesdays, what Adam and I like to do is we like to run through the games and uh, just kind of hit you with the uh, with with the lines. Just give you on our our early leans. We don't want to go too crazy here um, and and make full commitments, but we want to make sure that we give you guys um, a pretty good idea of of which way we're going to end up going uh, in these games. So. And as all of this is going on, Adam, I'm doing a uh, a fantasy baseball draft for uh, one of the last and final companies that does a a fantasy baseball magazine. Um, I'm in here with like all the old timers, right? It's like Peter Kreitzer, Steve Gardner, um, Doug Dennis, Ariel Cohen, Derek Van Riper, Todd Zola. Um, you know, obviously these guys, you know, the majority of these guys, Gardner does football, but the majority of these guys only do baseball. So I feel like I might be at a little bit of a disadvantage in this one. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I can't do baseball now. Just can't do it. Too much going on. Yeah, I I honestly, I have no idea where I'm going. I just got sniped on a a pick. I wanted to grab a, a first baseman in Jose Abreu. He went. Uh, right there, the pick before me. And then, you know, now I'm looking at the rest of the position and already I'm like, ew, like this position sucks. This position absolutely blows. I don't even know how many first basemen are actually taken, but I'm in the sixth round and the best first baseman on the board right now is Max Muncy. It's insane. It's insane. I might have to just go with DJ LeMapio. See what happens there, but I mean, man, that was a huge disappointment, also. Yeah, no, nah, he definitely did not have the year people were expecting before they drafted him. No, 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 no. So I got to figure out what the hell I'm going to end up doing at first base. You know, you don't want to, you know, I, I'll say this, you know, we will get to football, I promise, I promise, but I'll say this uh, if you don't attack first base pretty early in your drafts. Um, you could end up getting royally screwed. There is not a lot of depth at this position. Do you remember back in the day, Adam, like late 90s, early 2000s? It was like first base was the easiest position to fill. Now you can't not take a top guy and, uh, and, and do something good with it. Yeah, it used to be very deep. It definitely became more shallow uh, last couple of years. 
awful. It's absolutely awful. And now I'm like sitting here scratching my head. I'm two picks away. But let's just get to some football because it is clear, Adam, that you have zero desire to talk anything baseball-wise. Um, is it because your Mets stink so much? No, it's just I don't do baseball in November when I have to do NFL all week and NBA. All right. Okay. I can I can get down with that. I'm with you. All right. So let's do some NFL talk here. We'll start off with the Thursday night game. Ravens uh, taking on the Dolphins. Uh, here you go. Ravens are a seven and a half point favorite. We have already received word that it will be Jacoby Brissett and not uh, Tua Tungavailoa uh, under center for Miami. Does that push you more towards the Ravens and covering the spread? No, uh, I'm taking the Dolphins getting the seven and a half. The Ravens have not been good in this spot this year. They're 0-4 against the spread when favored by six and a half or more. It's a short week. They're coming off an overtime game on the road. Uh, so I think the Dolphins can keep this close. Yeah, you know, I don't think, in all honesty, I don't think the the move from, from Tua to Brissett is that detrimental to the Dolphins. So I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm okay with, uh, with, with that call. Uh, no doubt about it. I'll, I'll agree with you even, uh, bills, jets, bills by 11 and a half. Listen, I hate laying double digit points on this one. <laughs> I mean, you gotta think though that the bills really got to come out swinging here after, uh, after last week's debacle of a game. And, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, Bill's defense is obviously fantastic. Um, I, I feel like Josh Allen has got to right the ship. Now we do have Zach Moss who could be out, which just means it's Devin Singletary there. I'm going to, I'm going to take the bills and lay these points and not going to love it, but I'm going to be okay with it. Yeah. I'm going to take the jets. They're at home. Uh, they had two games against the bills last year. Both, uh, were not, uh, Jets would have covered this number in both of them. Uh, Mike White has, even though it's brief, has shown to be competent with the offense. They could get Corey Davis back. Uh, so the Bills' offense has been bad the last two weeks. Uh, I know the Jets' defense could be the cure, but we thought Jacksonville was last week, and the Bills could do nothing. <laughs> so uh, I think it's a little too many points, so I'm taking the Jets. Taking the Jets, all right. Uh, Buccaneers against the Washington football team. Both teams are coming off of a bye. Um, Tom Brady has been fantastic this year overall. The majority of his good work, though, has come at home in Tampa Bay. Nine and a half points, Adam. That's a lot to give there. Uh, you know, you tell me. What do you got? Where's your lean? The Bucks have some issues. Chris Godwin's dealing with a foot issue, so we don't know if he's going to play. Antonio Brown, it doesn't look like he's going to play. Rob Gronkowski might not be back, so they're starting to get thin there. Uh, but Brady is 14-4 and four off a of bye. He's 51-14 and 14 off a of loss. The Bucks are 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six off a of loss. Washington's 0-4 against the spread in their last four games off a of bye, and 0-4 against the spread in their last four home games. Uh, I think the Bucks bounce back. So I'm going to take the Bucks, even though it's a lot of points. It's just Washington has just been terrible. And offensively, they're terrible on, on third down and terrible in the red zone. All right. So you take it. I'm sorry. You said you were taking the Bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Laying those points. 
All right. Um, oh, here's the big one. You're going you're gonna to be able to handle this one here. Falcons, Cowboys. So, listen, the, the Cowboys game last week was just an absolute atrocity. Um, and yet there's still an eight-point favorite here um, over the Falcons. I, you know, I feel like, I, you know, I feel like with a spread this size that it's Vegas being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take the Falcons, right? Dallas at home. They just lost to Denver. It's a lot of points to lay. Um, and, you know, and they're basically begging you to take Atlanta in this one with the points. I think I might be fish hooked into doing it. Yeah, I mean, I could see Dallas bouncing back in a big way, but I'll take the points. Atlanta's actually been playing better lately. Um, they're starting to put it together a little bit. Um, so I'll take the points. Um, they've been, again, Atlanta has been pretty competitive, uh, over the last five, six games. Yeah, they definitely have been. They definitely have been. Um, all right. In a game where, let's see. So I've actually, I've asked this question of, of Craig Mish on wager alarm live stream. I asked this of Jim Bowden on fantasy alarm. So I now ask you here, Adam on Annie up. All right. If Tennessee is that good of a team. Right. They annihilated the Rams and, and everybody was like shocked by it. Right. No Derrick Henry. And yet here they go and they beat the snot out of them. Saints. Well, you know, there's talk about Kamara's knee and it's Trevor Simeon. And do they even have, you know, anybody who can catch the ball? We saw Troutman drop a bunch of passes there. If Tennessee's that good, Adam, why are they only a two and a half point favorite here at home? It's not three. I'm looking at DK Sportsbook right now, and it's two and a half. Yeah, man, this is very fishy, for sure. They're begging you to take Tennessee, which is why I'm taking the Saints. Uh, <laughs> the Saints are better as an underdog. They have a really good defense. I'm not sold. Here's the thing. See, everyone's looking at Tennessee, and they're going, oh, they beat the Bills. They beat the Chiefs. They won at the Rams. They beat all these good teams. They've done one of them. Without Derrick Henry. And I don't know what you can take away from that Rams game. It doesn't mean that they're fine without Derrick Henry. They had 194 total yards in that game. The Rams had 12 penalties. The Rams played awful. The Rams basically gave the game to Tennessee. Stafford throws that interception in his end zone when he's wrapped up. And he throws a pick six. And right, all of a sudden, they're up 14-3. There's no pressure. Uh, they've also, you know, lost to... Um, some some bad teams too. You know they lost to the Jets. Like how did that happen? Uh, their schedule though is pretty easy. Uh, they could really coast if things break right. They have the Texans twice, Jacksonville, Dolphins. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna take the Saints here. It does feel like something's not right. Yeah, I, that's that's my feeling as well. It feels extremely fishy as far as it goes. Really, really fishy, and I'm not a. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I also uh, am taking the Saints here. Um, Jacksonville taking on the Colts in Indianapolis. We don't know about James Robinson right now. He's uh, he's still dealing with uh, with that heel issue. Uh, Ten points. It's a lot of points here to lay. Um, but I'm I'm still leaning. I, I love the Colts, dude. I really do. You know, Carson Wentz over his last, what, five games coming into the game against the Jets? Or no, no, it's his last five games in total, including the game against the Jets. He's averaging like 260 passing yards, 
with 14 touchdowns to just two interceptions. He's just he's playing good, efficient football. He's not being crazy. He's got good, solid weapons. Having Jonathan Taylor there running against Jacksonville, you know, I, I just I don't feel like I feel like the Colts can run this score up here, and I feel like they uh, that they will. I'm I'm going to lay the ten and take the home team. Yeah, I'm taking the Colts. They beat up on bad teams. We've seen it this year. They beat the Texans 31-3, beat the Jets 45-30, Dolphins 27-17, 49ers 30-18. So they're beating up on bad teams. They have uh, the mini-buy since they played Thursday night. So, yeah, I'm taking the Colts. Taking the Colts. Taking the Colts. Next game, Detroit Lions (laughs) on the road in Pittsburgh. Detroit's coming off the bye week here. Pittsburgh is a home favorite uh, of eight. They were a home favorite this past Monday night uh, at six and a half, and they did not cover against the Bears. And, uh, you know, I know you were you were lamenting over that pick, but it turned out to work for you there. Where do you lean on this one? Detroit. I'm never giving Pittsburgh this many points. Uh, they can't do it. Their offense is not good enough to lay this many points, even against Detroit. Uh, so no, I'm not taking Pittsburgh. Chase Claypool is going to be out with a toe injury. So I can't lay this many points with the Steelers. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful. I can't either. Patriots, New England, uh, New England is the home favorite. They are only favored by two points here. Um, I'll, I'll just say that if Nick Chubb plays, I'm taking the Browns. If Nick Chubb is out, I'm taking the Patriots. I'm probably going to take the Browns either way. Seems like Belichick is trying to spread COVID out in Cleveland. Um, the running back room, their center. So who knows who else is going to have it? Do we do we know? Do we know for a fact that Belichick is behind this? Um, not for a fact, but there's a good chance he is. <laughs> that son of a bitch. So, Unbelievable. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this is tough. This is a game I'm probably going to stay away from. Uh, but... I'm going to lean Cleveland. You're going to lean Cleveland. All right. All right. Here we go. Oh, those are the early games. Those are the early games, folks. So uh, I'll tell you what, Adam and I will take a quick time out here. We'll pay some bills, give you a little commercial break to listen to. When we come back, we'll wrap up the rest, the afternoon games, the Sunday night game, and of course, beautiful Monday night football. We'll be right back after this. All right, Adam, first game back here, Minnesota against the Chargers. Chargers home favorites laying three points. Ugh. You know how I feel about that. You know how I feel about the Chargers at home here, Adam. Which way are you leaning? Yeah, this is a tough one because Minnesota has played a lot of competitive games this year. They just are finding ways to lose. They lose so many close games. It happened again last week. You know, they've lost by three, by four, seven, one, three. Um, so they play so many close games. Uh, at what point, though, does it just catch up to them? Um, I love the Chargers, but I'm probably going to take the Vikings plus three. Maybe Chargers win by two or one. I can see. I can dig that. I can get by with that one there. Um, it was one of the first things that that Craig Mish and I were looking at was who's the kicker uh, for each team because it really does feel like it's that game that comes down to the final field goal there. Um, and, and see who wins it. You know, I just have been very disappointed in Minnesota's defense. You know, I mean, they really 
I get it. It's it's the Ravens, but man, they they really they had that game and they just and the defense just like went away, went away. It was brutal, brutal. Um, all right, Panthers, Cardinals. Well, it's uh, it's PJ Walker who's going to be under center for the uh, for the Panthers. Sam Darnold is a uh, fractured scapula. He's out four to six weeks. I don't necessarily know if that's addition by subtraction because I'm not a huge PJ Walker fan. Uh, Arizona, you've got Kyler Murray. Uh, we're still wondering about him. We're still wondering about DeAndre Hopkins. We know J.J. Watt is done for the season here. Um, what's your lean on Panthers, Cardinals? Ten and a half points. Cardinals. Yeah, is, I'm going to take the Panthers at the ten and a half because, again, there's a good chance Murray and Hopkins don't play. Like, why would they risk putting him out there in the position they're in? I know Walker hasn't looked good, but maybe he gives him a spark. But it's a lot of points, so I'm going to take Carolina. Taking Carolina. All right. Eagles, Broncos. Broncos uh, coming off of that big, big win over the uh, over the, the Cowboys. They're now three-point favorites over the Eagles. I just don't believe that the Broncos should be favored against anybody. I don't like this team at all. I really, really don't. I like pieces of the team but i don't like the offensive scheme and i don't like uh pat Shermer as the offensive coordinator i'm gonna take the eagles on the road getting three points yeah i think this could be a let's down spot for denver i think people are going to jump on denver after they beat the cowboys bad last week where again i just think the cowboys didn't show up uh all across i mean i was watching highlights of guys not even going after uh, the ball carrier there was one play where Parsons was walking to the sideline while the play was still going on. So these guys just didn't show up and the effort wasn't there. So I'm going to take Philly. Taking Philly there as well. Um, Seahawks against the Packers. Um, Packers are favored by three and a half, but we have not gotten where that, that the spread to me says um, that Aaron Rodgers is playing uh, Russell Wilson, making his comeback. I know that Chris Carson was uh it was they were they were talking about activating him as a possibility um, as well. I mean, this is a tough one here, right? Where where do you lean on Green Bay and Seattle? Yeah, I don't really have a good feel on it right now because we don't know. I mean, there's a chance Rogers doesn't play. I mean, he's yeah. eligible to return to the facility Saturday, which means he's not going to have practice all week. Um, so I lean Green Bay. It's just. Seattle's desperate. That's the only thing. And Russell Wilson obviously gives them a shot. They need a win. They cannot afford to lose in that division uh, to keep their season alive. So I could see them winning. Um, but I'll lean Green Bay. But I'm, right now, I'm not really touching this game. Okay. Makes sense. I'm fine with not touching it. Those are the Sunday day games, right? Only four. We got four games. Finally, at least four games there for the uh, for the afternoon slate. That always gets entertaining for DFS because you try to figure out where's your where's your late game hammer coming, right? Where which, which one is it coming from? Um, Panthers, Cardinals, is it coming from Vikings? Char I feel like it's Vikings Chargers, right? Yeah, 53 is the total there. Yeah, yeah. It's probably going to be uh, where we're going to end up leaning and then looking over there. Interesting. All right. Uh, Sunday night game is the Chiefs Raiders. <laughs> This one's got me scratching my head. I got to be honest with you. I, you know, the Chiefs can't cover the spread. The Chiefs don't look like the team that they're supposed to be. But meanwhile, I mean, the, the Raiders are just coming off of that loss to the Giants. They're not looking very good either. 
Fudge. I don't know. Chiefs in prime time. I feel like they can win this one by a field goal at least, right? I'm seeing a two-and-a-half-point spread that the Chiefs are laying. Yeah, I'm taking the Raiders, man. I just don't think you could, could trust the Chiefs right now. I know finally the market has priced it appropriately because every week they're mispriced. They're five and sixteen against the spread in their last twenty-one. Two and seven against the spread this season. Their covers are against Washington and Philly. They're two and eight against the spread in the last ten as favorites. One and ten against the spread in their last eleven against the AFC. Zero oh and four against the spread in their last four against teams with a winning record. They've scored thirty-six points the last three weeks, and they have a minus six-point differential on the season. Raiders are home. That crowd's going to be fired up. Raiders outgained the Giants last week. Um, you know, it was they've had a lot of stuff go on off the field, uh, which maybe has played a part, uh, but they still have a winning record and they're still in the battle for the division. So I just don't see how you could take the Chiefs right now because everyone's this is what everyone's saying. Well, they're going to turn it around at some point, right? They have OK, have we seen it? So all we're doing is betting them off reputation. Why? Yeah. I mean, could they? Yeah, maybe they turn around this week and they put up 30. But have we seen any indication? None. None. So uh, I'm going to take the Raiders. I hope that line gets to three. That's what I've been waiting for. I don't know. It doesn't look like it's getting there. But, I mean, they've looked terrible, man. 13 points against Green Bay, 20 against the Giants, three against Tennessee. Again, they've only beaten up bad teams um, where they covered. Philly and Washington. Uh, I don't think the Raiders are a bad team right now. They're five and three. All right. And then finally, then on uh, Monday Night Football, you got the Rams against the 49ers. You know me, man. You give me the, the home dogs are hitting on Monday night. They have been hitting. I know that, you know, everybody's going to turn around and say that the Rams need a get right game, right? The Rams, the Cowboys, and the Bills all need the get right game. And here you go. Uh, only a three and a half point favorite over the, uh, over, over the 49ers. I'm going to take the home dog. I like that extra hook there at the end. So give me San Francisco in the points. Uh, look, I want to do it. I can't, bro. Like, that's that's your only argument for San Francisco is your home dog. There's yeah, nothing. Yeah, the percentage. There's nothing else. Dude, they lost to fucking the Cardinals without Kyler Murray last week, and they looked pathetic doing it. You know they've lost eight consecutive games at home? They're 0-4 at home this year. They've been atrocious. Atrocious. I don't see how you can take them but unless based unless you're just like you said home dogs. I want to, but I've gotten fucked by San Francisco too many times this year. I'm not dealing with this shit anymore. <laughs> For real, they're I, fucking terrible, man. They're terrible. Dude, like how do you think that you're saying right now is the exact same thing that I've said for years after taking either the Chargers or the Cowboys as a home favorite by you know, for, for the Chargers, it's anything more yeah, than a field goal favorite. For the, the Cowboys, Dal it was a touchdown favorite. Yeah, but Dallas is 7-1 is against the spread this year. Right. You know, so they've been good, you know. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying to you is, is what you just – everything that you just said about the 49ers, that you're sick of it, is exactly what I've been saying for years about the Cowboys and the Chargers when I bet on them. I'm not – you know, listen, I'm not saying that, you know, you know I love the Chargers as much as you. Um, but just years of that just makes me incredibly gun shy about betting it. See, if if the Rams were coming off a win, I might feel a little bit better about it. But they got embarrassed on national TV last week, man. They're going to come ready to play. We just haven't seen anything from San Francisco, man. Like last week was an embarrassment, man. You can't lose that game. You're three and four. 
They have no Kyler Murray, no DeAndre Hopkins. Edmonds gets hurt early. And you guys get your asses kicked. 31-17? And I know it's the NFL and shit can flip. But what have we seen from San Francisco this year to have any faith? Again, 0-4 at home. And if they lost eight consecutive games at home, this team's an embarrassment. It's really bad. It's really bad. So you're saying that's the one that bucks the trend, huh? That's the one. I think I could change my mind later in the week, but right now I just, I don't see anything um, to take San Fran. And I, I know it's been cra- crazy couple weeks in the NFL and you could say, Oh, well, you, you know, Jags beat the bills and all this, but I just think the Rams though, coming off that loss unless Stafford's banged up, you know, cause he did not play well. He had a back issue and then uh, I think his ankle too. So maybe that's a factor. Um, and it is a divisional game, home dog. But, I mean, San Francisco's performance last week in a game they kind of needed to win and a game they should have won was just was pathetic. It was, it was bad. I'm not going to lie. It was definitely bad. But you know what? We've seen a lot of really, really bad football recently. I mean, really bad. Week nine was just, oh, God, that was gross. Absolutely grotesque. All right. Well, there we go. Um, that's the whole run of the games. These are again, these are our early leans. Um, obviously, you can hear Adam making more picks on alarm after hours every, you know, he'll be on Thursday night uh after the football game. I'll be making picks with John and Pemba here on Annie Up uh after the Thursday night football game, and uh we'll go from there. Um any uh, any any final words of wisdom there, Adam? You'd like to uh, share with us? No, just pay attention to that injury report because, as always, say Wednesday comes and we find new injuries again. That is true. We do say that. We do indeed say that. So, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Anti Up. As always, we thank you all for liking and subscribing and putting up with our nonsense so this is adam's last show of the week so adam we'll catch you next week for those of you out there listening i'm howard bender for adam ronis catch you next time